to get started this morning. Anybody else ready to get started this morning? Amen. We get started this morning, man. We probably be out here before we left there. Amen. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that sounds pretty good to me. Amen. That sounds pretty good to me. Amen. It's good to see everybody this morning. Amen. Thank you guys so much for pressing your way. Amen. I know that everybody has a lot going on. Amen. But how many of you know that the sacrifice for spiritual development is so real? The sacrifice for spiritual development is so, so real. You may not realize how many people fight against spiritual development. I don't need that. God talk to me. I God do this, but how about when we come together and learn from each other? How about when God begins to speak a, a, a collective word? Amen. I guess that don't mean nobody, Sister Bellows, but me. Amen. I'm excited, amen. I'm excited because God is so worthy to be praised, amen. So worthy to be praised, man. The, the, the selections this morning, amen, God provides. I don't know about y'all, but I need to hear that this morning, amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. amen. Amen, See, look here, when the bank account's stacked, it's looking good over there, amen. You know, man, we we, we Gucci, you feel me? God, you good. Who doing it out of problem with praising God while it's all good? Okay, okay. How many of us have to go looking for a praise when it's getting ugly? You ain't lost your faith and you ain't lost your belief in God, but you literally have to go look. Man, what is my praise, bro? Bro, my praise. Bro, you just stole my whole praise now, nah, bro. See, this is the importance of spiritual foundation. Now, God is doing a thing within us, man, and we have to catch it. We have to catch it. For the last few weeks, man, the Spirit of the Lord has been speaking what? Embracing the spirit of what? Giving, amen. When you embrace the spirit of giving, you are actually also embracing the spirit of reception and receiving, amen. When you embrace the spirit of giving, you are embracing the spirit of receiving as well, amen. So once again, it's not only talking about money, amen. So remember, if you give in hell, Guess what you got coming down the pipeline? Huh? If you ain't understanding with nobody, partner, you gonna have some, some, some gonna pop off in your life. You gonna need somebody to be understanding with you, and they not gonna be trying to hear it. Amen. Why? Because the scripture say, with the same measure in which you give, that's gonna be the same measure that is gonna be given back unto you. So, man, look at what, what does that cause us to do? That causes us to be conscious, amen. You got to be conscious as to how you treat people. Right. How you're talking to people. You're talking to somebody all crazy, then you're going to be looking crazy when somebody talking to you all crazy. Because guess what? But when somebody comes talking to you all crazy, how do you know that whenever you jump off and somebody talk to y'all crazy, they ready for whatever? Yeah. <laughs> look, baby, a fight come with that. You see what I'm saying? Anybody ever ran across nobody who wouldn't bite in their tongue or back it down for nothing? Maybe it's whatever. You have whatever you give, that shall be what given. Amen. And so he not only has he been on instructing us to embrace the spirit of giving, he's also been instructing us on spiritual development. Spiritual development. God says that in this season and in this hour, it's time for us to stop being deceived. By deceivers. Right? It's time for you to know the truth for yourself. So, 
know the truth. So, Pastor, against them, what is my truth? Cause your truth a lie. Will I still be telling the truth? If my truth calls your truth a lie, would we still be? See, the thing on this hill, I say I got the Holy Spirit, and you say you got the Holy Spirit, but I'm convicted when I'm walking outside of the will of God, but it is you can walk outside of the will of God, and God is still in your favor, but it seems as if, man, ain't nothing going right for me because I'm outside of the will. But who, one of us lying, bro? How can, I, how can you do whatever you want to do when Jesus is supposed to be the Lord of your life? Let me tell you something. In life, young people, in life, you cannot do what you want to do. You're going to have to play by somebody's rules. I've chosen to play by God's rules. Amen. I've chosen to play by God's rules. Amen. This morning, we're going to dive into our word. Amen. We are going to actually go to um, the book of Luke. Amen. Luke chapter 6. Amen. When you get it, just say amen and we will begin. Uh, Luke chapter 6. We're going to let's just go to Luke chapter 6. Amen. Let's just go to Luke chapter 6. Amen. Uh, Zilla, can you give me uh, a Bible? Amen. Luke chapter 6, amen. When you have it, just give me a strong amen. 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 Yeah, amen. Amen. Anybody need a Bible? <laughs> You're going to read with your mouth, man. <laughs> amen. Luke chapter 6. Charlie, you need one? He's one in the back, Charlie. Charlie, boy. Luke chapter 6. Y'all all right this morning? Amen. Y'all hot in here? I'm glad I'm not the only one. Can somebody turn the AC down a little bit? Amen. I think the man is too high. Amen. 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 Y'all ready? Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. This morning, y'all, this is a very, very simple passage. Amen. And it's very direct and straight to the point. Amen. But before we just dive off up into it, I just want to know right now, how many of you in here has ever given somebody some uh, advice? Anybody? Let me see if I show hands. Anybody, if you have ever given anybody advice, let me see your hand. Munchie, you ain't never gave nobody no advice. All the time. I know she do it all the time. Amen. Daddy, you ain't never gave nobody advice. Oh, you raised it. Amen. Amen. So that's that's predominantly everybody in here. You have given somebody some authority. You ever given somebody something? You raised it. Amen. 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 And give yourself. You give them the advice. But then what they, they do the opposite. So you didn't just jump off the porch giving them advice. They asked you for your advice. But then they do the opposite of what you told them, right? Now, let me ask you how this is just a, 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 a small interactive moment, right? How does it or how did that make you feel? Wasting your time? Wasting your time? Come on, anybody else? Frustrated. Frustrated. Anybody else? How did that make you feel? You asked me for some advice. I give you it. The crazy part about it is the advice I gave you was on point. If you would have did what I said do, when I said do it, you would have won. But then, come on, how did that make y'all feel? Waste of time? Frustrated? not the voice you need to hear from Ooh. because you can take what I can give you what God has given me uh -huh. has given me uh -huh. and but 
but it sounds better coming from somebody else. Right, right. But that's, that sounds like children, period. I can tell that young fella something, man, and I, I can give him the whole game, man. He ain't going to receive it until it's coming from somebody else. Right. That's crazy, right? He, he'll come sometime and tell me something that somebody that told him, and I just look at him. Or when that advice you give, um, that's not good enough. That's not what oh, you're looking for. That's not what I want to hear. Until you find somebody that's going to give you oh, what you need. Okay. What you want to hear. Okay. Now, let me ask y'all this here. This is the situation. This is what's happened. But then that person comes again asking for some more advice. <laughs> oh, boy. You call what? Remember, with the same measure that you give, has that happened to anybody that you gave them some advice, they did the opposite, but then a week or two, maybe three weeks ago, uh, later, they come again, Mama, asking, what do you think I should do about this? About the same situation. What do you do in that moment? Oh, Mama, boy, I think y'all need to come off that back. Just eat it back. <laughs> it happens all the time, but what I'm, where I'm at today is that I've asked God to release me mm -hmm. from that person. Amen. You know, I can still love you. Amen. We can still combo. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to, because it becomes draining. Mm -hmm. And um, you, I'm not here. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not my cup yeah, of tea. Yeah, so I've been like, you know, Lord, just release me from that, from that, that, that's, okay. that, that place. Amen. You know, it don't have to be from that person, but that, that place, place in that person. Amen. Anybody else feel like that? Like, look here, man, stop asking me the same thing if you're not. But you know one thing I've learned, and I, I, it's a learned behavior, but it's also a maturing behavior um, because I learned, man, you know, if, hey, you didn't get it the first time. If that young man come ask me something, I give it to him. If he come ask me again, I give it to him. He come ask me again, I give it to him. Because, hey, bro, it don't hurt me nothing to give. This information to you. How many of you know what happens when you release information? Come on, come on, come on. Bam! Yeah. Give what? And what? So this is the thing. So so if, if you know how to do something, bro, you should be going out your way to show somebody else how to do what you know how to do because if I show you how to do what I know how to do, then greater things are going to be shown to me. So this is the thing. This is the question. This is the thing at hand, right? So I want us to understand. We're going to Luke uh, 6, verse 46. Verse 46. Verse 46. We have a topic. We want to cover this topic, and we're going to go and get out of here and try to catch that chicken house. Me and that chicken, mama. Me and that chicken. Huh? Man, I bind Timmy Chan in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Timmy Chan is the devil. I don't know why they came with this south side stuff, Timmy Chan. Then they put one on the north, amen. They put one, they put a couple on the north. They put one on New York. I don't think that boy ever opened, bro. Better go back to 610. Martin Luther King with that. <laughs> it don't, man. It don't, man. Y'all ready? Verse 46. Okay. The word of God says in verse 46, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord? And don't do the things I say. He said, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me 
hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The river crashed against it and immediately it collapsed and, and the construction of the house was what? Great. Great, great, great. For a few moments, a few minutes, literally this morning, we want to use for a topic what are you doing? Can anybody relate to that? You done gave somebody the game. They do the opposite of what you gave them. Y'all don't, don't just look upside their head like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? Somebody to put you all the way in the dope, showed you nothing but favor, and you doing everything in your power to mess that up. Bro, sis, what? Okay, let me let me talk. Let me talk in an hour language. Then, what is you doing? What is you doing, right, bro? What's going on? So the scripture says this. He says that. He says that. Why do you call me Lord, 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 Lord? Oh Lord, what is a Lord? A Lord is a person who has authority or control or power over another or over others. So Jesus is not only your Lord. Savior, well, he's not only your Savior, he's also your Lord, right? So, when you accept Jesus as your Lord, that means you are relinquishing, how many of us have ever lived life outside of Christ? Right, right, right. How did that work out for you? And the crazy thing about it, it took us a minute to realize that this ain't working out too good for me. And so typically God normally has to sit you down somewhere to grab your attention. He, something normally comes across your plate that makes you press pause and to see that. How, how long did it take us, Daddy, to realize that, look here, man, you messing this up, this thing called life, you messing this thing up. Come on, man. Come on, man. It took me, it took me 21 years to realize Davis, bro, you ain't got yourself. So this is how many of us, uh, on Brother Hill, this is how many of us get to Christ because we realize that, look here, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. When it comes to being married, I realize as soon as I got married, I don't know what I'm doing. Y'all might laugh at me, bro, but I would literally pray and ask God to show me when it was time to buy my wife flowers. I would literally pray. And ask God to show me. Because I didn't want to start buying flowers every week and I couldn't keep that up. <laughs> Straight up. I didn't want to start doing creating something that I couldn't maintain or, or couldn't keep up. So I would pray and say, okay, God, when is it time? When is it time? As maturity came and as I began to grow, I began to understand that the civilization of me purchasing her flowers is just an expression to say, I appreciate you. I love you. So, as often now as I need to do this appreciation, guess what? Whatever sacrifice needs to be made, I have to make it. So, that means if I have to go without lunch money for a week, then guess what? So, what are you saying? Sacrifices have to be made with whatever. So, now, 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 the problem that many of us have is this. We will accept Jesus as 
our Savior. Why? Because we believe that hell is a real place. I don't want to go to hell. Okay, who in here want to go to hell? Who in here was on the route to hell? What is hell? What is hell? Let me break it down for you right quick and we're going to get back to the text. This is hell. Hell is being apart from God. Right? Right? The scripture says that there's only one way to the Father and that's through Jesus Christ the Son. Right? So hell is being apart from God. So, so, can you live in hell and die and go to hell? Yes. Because if you're living here, they're outside of a relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ, then that is a form of hell. But the eternal hell is itself. Now you have an opportunity. When it's over, you won't have an opportunity. You have to deal with what? The consequences. The crazy thing about dealing with consequences is itself. Many of us have become immune to consequences. Y'all know what that means? We have become immune to pain. This is what you call a pain free. If it don't hurt, it ain't right. If you ain't talking to me crazy, you ain't talking to me. If you ain't going upside my head, you don't love me. Okay? So many of us, we have grown immune to the consequences. You know what? My God, I don't know why he keeps having me go this way. I'm trying to get back here. But you know why? You know why many of us have grown immune to consequences? Anybody want to take a stab at it? Why have we grown immune to consequences? We, we've learned how to deal with it. And we've learned how to deal with it. We've learned how to cope with it. We've learned that it, it ain't going to hurt for long. So, so it's like when your mom or your dad say don't do something, the consequence is they don't put that belt on you, but then you count up the cost and say, look here, she only got about a good 15 minutes of swinging it. You feel me? Or he going to only hit me about 10 times with that belt, amen. So now, I, now I'm in a situation where Y'all y'all remember the movie on House Party? <laughs> when kids snuck out his daddy. <laughs> that tail is mine. <laughs> so we have grown immune to the pain. I can deal with this here. But this is why we grow immune to the pain, according to the scripture. The word of God in the book of Ecclesiastes declare, he says that you do wrong because you are not punished for doing wrong at the time you do wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Later, later, you'll get it later on, man. How many of y'all ever got one of the whoopings when it's built up on? Boy, you barely escaped that thing with your life. <laughs> Anybody ever big day mama dad? Man, don't whoop me now. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> huh? yeah. Or how about yourself? You big, your mama to whoop you. So your daddy won't have to whoop you. Right. Okay, I'm, that ain't talking about that. <laughs> but that's what the word says. He says we do wrong because we're not compensated. At the time that we do wrong, amen. So now, this is where observation and, and, and being on top of it comes in. Because every time you get out of line, I'm going to be on your neck. So now, guess what? If you don't want me on your neck, you're going to line up. Okay, okay, okay. So, the word of God says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say? Anybody guilty in here? 
Uh, how many of y'all put in it? Uh, 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 change the address on your mail this time. I moved. Sit back to the center. You, 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 you call him Lord, but you have a problem with doing what he say. Huh. Okay, let's say this, 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 this. Is this too um, religious? Too spiritual? Uh, Why do you call me Lord? And you got a problem with doing what I say do. Hmm. Come on, let, let, let's be honest. What are you doing? Why do you call me Lord? You said that you, you turned over the reins of your life and put them in. You, you said that you put your hands in the hand of the man. or You done put your life in God's hand, but you got a problem with what I'm saying do. Remember, give it and it shall be given. So if you are calling him Lord, but you have a problem with doing what he say do, those who are under you don't have a problem doing. Pinpoint. Let me tell you something. If you acting ugly with Christ, don't count it strange. Somebody acting ugly with you. Y'all with me? Amen. So look here. He says this. He says that. And do not do the things I say. I say. I say. I say. Why do you call me Lord and don't do the things that I say? Remember spiritual development. How many of us are ready to come out of that place? How many of you right now are tired of calling him Lord, but then operating in complete disobedience to what he said? How many of us can hear when the Spirit of God is instructing us and, and speaking to us? Let me tell you something. The Word of God says that the steps of a righteous man are what? They are ordered by the Lord. Amen? So if your steps are ordered by the Lord, then how do you get those steps ordered by the Lord? That means you have to be what? Righteous. Because the Scripture says didn't say that he's ordering every Is he the Lord over your work environment? Hmm. Okay. 
Okay. Is he the Lord over your home environment? Is he the Lord over your finance? Is he the Lord over your relationships? Is he the Lord over your marriage? Is he the Lord over your kitchen? Let me tell you something. He has to be the Lord over everything. When he begins to become the Lord over everything, uh, Pastor Gwen, then our life will begin to, to show that I have a risen Savior right. who didn't only just save me, but who lords over me, who leads me, who directs me, who points me to where I need to be, who shows me how to do what I need to do. So now this is why I don't have to wrestle and struggle with trying to figure it out. Because I have a Lord who has already died to show me the way. Think about this for a second. Did you know that everything that you come up against in life, Jesus had to come up against it? Because if he did come up against it, it wouldn't have been put to death when he died. Hmm. Huh? Is this making sense? It is. is this making sense? Do you know how strong sexual immorality was back in those days? So can you only imagine somebody, a man trying to get Jesus? If the child is doing what you say do, then what do 
upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings. Straight up, you have no problem. If this child is doing what I'm telling them to do, I ain't got no problem with linking my bank account with yours and going in to peep at your account every once in a while to see if you're low. I don't, I'm not even concerned with what you're doing with your money, but if you are walking in obedience and alignment with what I'm telling you to do, I ain't got no problem with sliding some bread in there. Yeah, child, you won't fall off sometimes. You ain't gonna do everything right, but overall, this is what it looks like when we God is the Father. It's just a natural example. When our children are lining up, you have no problem with going out your way to be a blessing to that child. To make sure that child has. This is the same thing with God. Now, is that child giving you hell? Is that child thinking they grown? Is that child what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's a, that's a road that has to be walked. That's the hardest thing for a parent. It's not that I'm giving up on you, but you have not ears to hear what I'm telling you. So now I have to be like the prodigal son squabble and let you go. Whatever I've designated for you, take it and just leave. Is that too harsh? Take it and leave. If you think you can do better on your own, go. What you say, man, I'll let the doorknob hit you. What? Why are you talking like that in here? Why? He says, I am going to show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and act on them. He says he is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. Ooh. Ooh. He is like a man building a house. And what did this man do? This man dug deep. To make sure that the foundation hit what? The rock. So that means this man, he had to go get the right equipment. This man had to maybe go get him a contractor. This man had to get him some blueprints drawn up. This man had to go through the process. And this man, he had to dig. He had to dig. He had to pull back until he got down to the rock. So, this is what's going on in our spiritual development. A lot of us, we're not digging deep enough. We'll hear an inspiring word. We'll hear a word that'll make us happy. We'll hear a word that may even challenge us. But if you don't act on that word, you are not digging. You are not digging. How many of you are digging right now? See, what we are accustomed to is digging holes. This is what we are accustomed to. We are accustomed to, to, to burying ourselves in some things that we're not supposed to be buried in. But if you're on a mission to develop spiritually, you got to dig and dig and dig. Okay, well, nobody want to dig. Well, let me tell you something. You can always hire me and I'll come dig it for you. But my God, Johnny, if you hire me and I come dig it for you, and you don't know what you're looking at, bro, I can sell you anything. Mm -hmm. 
See what I'm saying? Bro, if you don't know that your blueprint said it's supposed to be 36 inch beams, I can dig that being 30 inches and tell you that's good. Okay, don't nobody want to talk. Mm. Sister Sheila, I can, if you don't know what you're looking at, I can tell you anything. And it's, oh my God, if you trust me, you're not looking for me to burn you, so you will accept what I've told you. This is why in the things of God, in the word of God, you can't just accept what somebody telling you, you gotta dig for yourself. You have to know for yourself. Because if you know for yourself, anybody can tell you anything. Come on, man. Come on. Right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta dig. So Jesus says, if you hear what I'm telling you, hmm, when you gonna start digging? He said, you gotta dig down deep enough. This is in every area of life, from the youngest to the oldest. You got to begin to dig. What are you trying to do, young man, young woman? What are you trying to do in life? How deep are you digging? See, I want to get you to that spiritual part, amen, because anything that you're doing outside of the spiritual is going to crumble regardless. But if you get this spiritual thing down and you begin to, how many, how many young people will understand and know that the scripture says that I can do all things through Christ Jesus? Amen? Now, when you begin to approach different areas in life, different tests, uh, different trials, different temptations, when you begin to approach these things and you begin to say, hmm, I can do all things. They told me that I couldn't do that. But I really want to do that. But ain't nobody in my family ever did that. But see, if I can do all things through Christ, does that exclude what I'm trying to do? This is the man who, who not only heard Jesus, this is the one who's not only hearing on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday evening, this is the one that's taking what they're hearing and putting it to action. He says that. He says that he is like a man building a house and who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. On the rock. Okay, let me Layman's term. Jesus is saying right now, stop calling him Lord if you're not doing what he say do. Period. Okay, is that? It's just, it's, okay, y'all want to get down to Yeah, y'all want to get down to the nitty gritty of it? He say, stop calling me Lord. He say, count the cost before you jump off the porch. Don't come out here talking about you following me and you can't, you ain't even got the basic instructions of doing what I say do. I tell you to go untie the donkey, I don't need you trying to argue me down telling me that donkey not out. I told you to go untie it. Do what you were being told to do. How many of us, Jesus, how many of us right now are struggling, 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 struggling with who's talking? You're not sure. If God is talking to you. One, two, there's two, there's two gonna be honest. I know it's more. You're struggling. You're struggling. You're struggling. Oh, okay. Struggle win. Struggle win. You say, what that means? Struggle win. I'm only going to struggle so long before I win. Come on, yeah. <laughs> hey, I guess that was just me. That was on me. 
How do I determine when the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to me? Oh my God. This is how you know. The Spirit of the Lord will not declare to you anything outside this written word. I don't care how many people just look at this like it's just a book. I don't care how many people concocting and come up with, with arguments to, to, to say this and to say that about this book. I don't care, bro. You, they haven't been able to prove it wrong. I don't care about the conspiracies that people are, are coming up with. Bro, if you want to try this, I guarantee you it will work. It will work. I don't care who hands wrote it. This will work. This is going to work. So this is how you know when the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. Because he's not. The scripture says that the Holy Spirit only reveals or releases to us what he has heard the Father say. That's the word. So, if it's anything outside of this written word, then that's not God talking to you. That could be you trying to convince yourself of what you want to hear. If it's a certain thing that I want to hear, then I will receive what I'm trying to hear from whoever is telling me what I want to hear. This, but look here. A lot of us not really in this thing. A lot of us not really in here. You do not have to be a scholar to be in here. You do not have to be a theologian to eat this. The scripture in, in this book, you know what it's saying here? The, this book says that this word is so simple that a child can't go wrong. Right. A child can't go wrong in it. He says, stop calling me Lord if you're not going to do what I'm telling you to do. Stop saying I'm your Lord, right? So it's just like it's still husband and wife. If you married and the husband got a problem with being with other women, then the woman no problem with man, stop telling them you married to me. Okay, let me talk about this. But if you a whole husband and your wife can't stay at home, see, see you, you you got a wife, but she really for the streets. You know what I'm saying? Look at man, stop telling them that we we kicking it. Because you're really embarrassing me. Ooh, how many of us like to be embarrassed? How many of y'all stop taking your children to the grocery store because they know how to act? Uh, my mom and dad used to make us wait in the car on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> make us wait in the car. Because you know on Saturday, bro, we ain't no more generic brands, baby. You feel me? We, we no pisco. <laughs> hey, this is Lisa, man. We ain't drinking no Dr. Thunder, no Mount Lightning on Saturday. No Mount Doom. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Jesus said, stop calling me Lord if you're not going to do. Y'all, it's time for us to grow up, y'all. When we leave this place today, we have to walk in such a way. It's not saying it's a it's a, a fraud of a, a, a fictitious walk. Man, you walking like you really got something. You walking like you are the positive in man, look here, bro. And you begin to be conscious, man. Look here, man. Man, God ain't gonna be pleased with me thinking like that. Forget the doing, because before you do it, you have to have the thought. 
Or this is this. Okay. Yes. A man, he dug deep and laid the foundation. Laid the foundation. He laid the foundation on top of the rock. So that is, the foundation is laid with concrete. The concrete is rock and cement. The swamp and the semen is laid on top of the natural rock. Baby, this ain't going no, nowhere. How many of us know what a compaction test is? Compaction test is. One, one, two, 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 two. A compaction test is here. Some of the projects that we have to go on, sometimes uh, 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 another contractor has to go in before us, and they have to pull out all of that dirt. You see what I'm saying? And then they have to bring in some this stuff, dirt called select fill. And then they have to put that dirt in there. Then they have to get a rolling machine and they have to roll it and they have to compact that ground. Compact that ground. And once they compact that ground, then somebody else from the city, an uh, inspector has to come with his little equipment and his machinery and he has to test the ground to see what the compaction rate is. The compaction rate is. And so if this compacted ground does not hit the numbers that it's supposed to hit, then guess what? They got to do it again. Do it again. What is the compaction rate in your life for spiritual development? See, this is the thing. You come to church, so this is you being put, put a new foundation being laid, but then here it is. We got to come and compact this thing. And so the test, the test of ground is the issues of life. What you're going through. You mean to tell me you can't go through nothing without you breaking and folding? <laughs> you have been called a hundred years. What's the compaction rate? What's the compaction rate? How well are you being compacted? See, in my life, the foundation of my life is this word. He came in and he laid a layer down. Then he came back with the machine. Can you imagine the Spirit of God driving the rolling machine on Dr. Dr. Hill? He, I hate the rolling machine because I be on the thing sometimes. I be rolling shit sometimes because the machine be rocking you. Tell me on the I'm being honest. I'm testifying. Them things be rocking you, man. I don't know if you know what it's like. Man. They be rocking you. Amen. But God came and he laid one layer and he compacted that layer. Then he came with another layer and he compacted that layer. And he came with another layer and he compacted that layer. Because the issues of life will sometimes break that first layer. And when I say the first layer, that means the last layer that was added. Not the very foundation of it. It'll break that thing. The word of God says that. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise the standard. But what if I told you that, get this up, what if I told you that in the earlier days, in, in the canon, they didn't have punctuation marks? Hmm? You know, the periods, the question marks, the commas, and you know, to slow you down and from reading everything together, amen. Anybody ever talk to a child and they just want everything together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, brother, this is what a comma looks like. But <laughs> 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 well, what if I told you that it wasn't punctuation mark? And so what if I told you that that punctuation mark, where it says when the enemy comes in like a flood, was put in the wrong place? So if the comma is supposed to come before the flood, that simply says that when the enemy comes in. Don't miss it. Ah, 
when the enemy comes in. Then it says, being like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise the standard. What if I told you that? So what does that say? That means that even the scripture tells you, oh, he coming. He coming. But if your foundation ain't dug down to the rock, if your foundation ain't dug down to the rock, you, 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 you in trouble. Some of us right now, we struggling because our foundation ain't deep enough. But, but my man, I got the issues of life, and I got to go to work, and I can't be here, and I can't be there. But get yourself, whatever you want, you make time for it. Y'all don't know how many days I have to cut my money short because I got to come to Bob study and teach it. You don't think my household could use them, use them dollars? I'm being honest with you. Don't think my house over you with that money. But what are you saying? I'm saying that everything requires a sacrifice. Everything. 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 He says, this is what the what the man looked like. He says that, he says that, he says that when the flood came, remember I just told you. The river crashed against the house. See, everything that you were building on. You got stuff that's coming up against it to tear it down. To tear it down. That's why, man, you say, look here, God, I'm really ready to straighten up my life. So I'm ready to make this new commitment unto you, my Jesus. You are the Lord. Because, God, you have been too good to me, God. Uh, every time I turn around, you're doing it again. And, God, every time I, I start to slip and, and lean on my own, you, you, you show up again. And, oh, I guess this ain't nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Then you, because this is what really gets us to a place of commitment when you begin to recall. Every man, God. Anybody ever been in a situation and then you realize, oh, I've been seeing worse than this? <laughs> Come on here. I ain't even trip off this. Facts. This ain't nothing. This boy, I'll do this too with my eyes closed. He says, look here. He says that. He says that. Against that house and it couldn't shake it because it was well built. It is well built. It is well built. How many of us have that confidence in our spiritual times? Come on, baby. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Miss me with what you talk about. This here ain't going nowhere. How many of us got, got relationships like that? Relationships like that. You may say what you want. That's mine. Huh? Amen. Just say, when you build it, let me make this real, real plain. Jesus say, if you're going to build it, build it right. If you're going to do it, do it right. This the move you're going to make? Move it right. He says, this is what it's like for those who act on it. He says that when these issues come, you're going to be unmovable. That I mean, look, and at, at, at the rate things that at the rate that things travel, man, look here. You know what happens, man, when opposition run up against me? Keep on moving, bro. Yeah. Keep on moving, bro. Come here, Zilla. Come here, Zilla. Opposition, opposition. This is what opposition does, man. I want you to stand next to Pastor Gish stand. Amen. See, this is what opposition does, bro, person. When you are in a groove and, and you moving in God and things are going well in God, man, you. Uh, you, you, everything is cool when I 
come by wants to grab my arm. This is opposition, amen. Man, ain't nobody ever been in that, in, in that place, right? You flowing in God, but then all of a sudden you just got slowed down. Just this morning I woke up. Just this morning I woke up, man. You know, I wasn't feeling like my old fucking self. You feel me? You know, I'd be waking up with a burst of energy. What you feeling? I was supposed to feel, Leon. What's going on? And I had to lay there. And I had to answer that question. This is what's going on. That right there. That's all you can tell. Because at least now I know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many of you can fight better when you know how to fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, so our position, he grabbed me, right? So I got one or two options on Lady Bitch saying one or two options. I can stand in and debate with it. Ain't nobody else a boy if you don't get your hands on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about, how about, how about, how about, um, the club was back in the 90s. What happens, I man? You can do anything you want, just don't step on my shoes. Mm. Okay, I guess that ain't nobody you know to bring So, opposition, he got one, two options. I either stand here with it, I. solid foundation. But he goes on to say that, but the one who hears and does not act like a man who built a house on the ground. Oh my God. He said, but the ones who hears and don't act like a man. I'm going to stop right there. He's talking about the, 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 the difference between the man who did and the man who did, but it caught my attention just now. He says that, but the one who hears and don't act like a man. Oh, don't miss this. The one who hears and don't act like a man. The one who hears it don't act like a woman. Because a woman is different from a girl. Yeah, yeah. A man is different from a boy. Yeah. And 
Because I'm a man around here. I can't play all day. Got to get some work done. Because I got to get some bills paid. I got to get in this word. Because I got some people that need to be delivered. I got to get in this word. Because I got some people that need to see my strength. I got to get in this word. Because everybody can't get in it for themselves. I got to get in this word. To make sure that I'm in position. I got to get in this word. To make sure you can get what you need. Till you develop. That's good. Till you develop to give it back. Yeah, yeah. Because how many of you know that the roles change? Mm -hmm. If you have an older parent, an older parent, you find yourself having to do what? Take care of that parent like that parent took care of you when you weren't able to take care of yourself. Give it and it shall be given. See, this is why that, 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 that for a lot of parents, amen, if that parent went out their way to provide for you what, what, when you was a kid, this is why a nursing home ain't an option for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't going to a nursing home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm your nurse. Yeah. Because you was mine. Yeah. yeah. It, and it shall be given. Yeah. That's good. Now, as a leader, I'm instructed to give you what you need until you can get it. But you can't, if I'm giving it, you have to get it. Because at some point, I'm going to have to receive it back. Amen. That's good. Let me let y'all go home. That's good. But the one who hears and does not act like it, act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. He says the river crashed against it, and immediately it collapsed. And the destruction of that house it, 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 it was great. You built your house, amen. Say, look, look here, man. Check this out. Remember, we told y'all that in order to build on the rock, you got to dig deep. You got to dig deep. This is what digging deep looks like in, 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 in God. This is what digging deep looks like in God. Let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all something, man. Y'all ever read... Y'all ever read in y'all scripture where it on? Let me find one right quick. I can't that's crazy thing. Um, 22, 22, 22, 22. Um, okay, crazy thing. Check this out. I'm going to show y'all something right quick. I'm going to show y'all something right quick. Then we're going to get ready to close, man. We'll be done before 12, Lord. Say the same thing, man. Somebody go to Proverbs chapter 14 right quick. Get that quick. Get that quick. Get that quick. Get that quick. Proverbs chapter 14. I'm going to show y'all something. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to show y'all how to dig. I'm going to show you how to dig. Uh, not, 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 not that one. Not that one. Oh, let me get my brother word. Let me get my brother word. Okay, okay, okay. No matter of fact, matter of fact, scratch that, scratch that. We gonna close on this note. Okay, y'all are, are y'all still in on in Luke six? Luke six. Yes. Okay, Luke six. Okay, somebody read for me. Luke on uh, six and forty nine. Read it strong. <laughs> but he that hear it and do it not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently mm -hmm. and immediately it fell mm -hmm. and the ruin of that house was great. Okay, stop right there. So, before we go on, look here, I want you to understand. This is a man, he built a house, but he built a house on sand according to Matthew. He built a house on sand. What happens when water hits sand, that? You laid a foundation, but
but you built it on sand. You didn't dig deep enough. And typically, this happens when you're trying to be cheap. That if they call and they need something done and you work up the estimate, you work up the bid and what they need done costs about $15,000, but then you give them the estimate and then they say they only got about 6000 to spend, you know, you're you going to be honest with them because we all create construction. We're going to be honest with everybody. All create construction. But so look here. So look here. You won't tell them, look here, man, that, that 6000 bro. You're you really going to be wasting your money trying to build what you're trying to build because that's not going to be compacted right. You feel me? Because we gonna, all we're going to tell you when you're right or when you're wrong. You feel me? So get this up. That's not going to be done right. Amen? But if they insist, then we're going to have to draw some paperwork saying that we are not liable right. for the outcome of this catastrophe <laughs> because that's what it's going to be, right? If they sign up on that and they give us the green light, then you... Okay, bam, I'm going to give you what you're looking for. And the first hard rain come in, it's going to wash it. Woo. Then your foundation going to settle. Your foundation going to fall because it ain't got nothing up under you. Right. That's good. And if you done put some extravagant building on top of that thing, you not only lost what you refused to come up with, but you lost everything that you invested in. Okay. <laughs> now, this is how you dig deep as we get ready to go home. Now, that last verse that we just read, did anybody Bible have a letter after that last word? Not in that one. Anybody? Huh? Not in that verse. What, what, what letters do you have? And it says the destruction of that house was great. Anybody have a letter, a small letter after that verse? Let me see one of them other books, man. Because it's not just study Bibles, huh? Let me see yours. Well, I just had that. Let me see it. Again. 49. Oh, like you got the old Yeah. Yeah. And it tells you literal uh, translation, literal meaning, modern events. Well, I'm up in Joyce Myers. Okay. Well, this is how you dig deep. This is how you dig deep. So the scripture says this in. The scripture says this in mind. It says that the river crashed against it and immediately it collapsed. And the destruction of the house was great. Then I have a seat after the end of great. Amen. And so that seat actually points me to uh, 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 Ezekiel chapter 13. We going home on this one. Chapter 13 and uh, verse 10. Amen. Because get this up. Get this up. See, what's good for the goose is what? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. So if Jesus is talking to those who are attempting to follow him, but now he's about to talk to the ones that's attempting to lead them. Okay, so he's talking to the followers and the leaders. All right? So Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 10 says, Since they have led my people astray by saying peace when there is no peace, and since when a flimsy wall is being built, they plaster it with whitewash, therefore tell those plastering it with whitewash that it will fall. This is talking to the preachers and the teachers who are not telling the truth. This is talking to the prophets who are falsely prophesying. Telling you that it's all gravy when it ain't. Talking about it's all gravy when all you see is all bone. Talking about it's all good when it really ain't. 
He says this. Uh, he says that. He says since they have led my people astray by saying peace, when there is no peace, and since when a flimsy wall is being built, he's saying that when you can put up something quick, just to pacify the people, when you just giving them something that they want to hear. See, y'all don't want to hear that you got to stop calling him Lord and you ain't doing what he say do. Even I have to digest that. Jay, don't you call me Lord if you're not going to be obedient to what I'm telling you to do. Jay, how you going to say that I'm your Lord when you won't go where I tell you to go? Jay, how am I your Lord when you rationalize everything that I'm telling you? Jay, when are you going to start listening? For those who are giving a false gospel, for those who are giving, painting a picture like it's all good, you're going to have to answer for that. For those who are not telling the truth with this word, for those who are still using this word to manipulate people, you're going to have to answer for that. But guess what? If you are being manipulated by the word, you're going to have to answer for that too. Because the scripture said, study to show yourself approved. The scripture said that you got to dig deep to make sure your foundation is being laid on top of the solid rock. But for those who are manipulated, for those who are lying, the word of God says, since they have led my people astray by saying peace, when there is no peace, and since when a flimsy wall is being built, they plaster it with whitewash. Therefore, tell those who plastering it with whitewash that it will fall. The ritual rain will come, and I will send hailstones plunging down, and with the whirlwind will be released. When the wall has fallen, you not be asked. You, when the wall has fallen, will you not be asked, where's the whitewash you plastered on? Hmm. When that little pretty thing you done put up, don't sustain. When that little pretty house won't stand the test of time, then you got to ask, where's the one that built it? Hmm. So if you hire me to do a job, and guess what? I do that job, and that job come out crappy. Then you can't say, where's the one that built it? Where's the one that allowed you to build this? Who allowed me to build it? You. Who allowed me to deceive you? Talk to me. You. You allowed me to deceive you. Because what? You didn't dig deep. God says right now, y'all, that it's time to come off the surface of things. It's time to really get into the meat of things. How many y'all? How many y'all just like gravy and rice? How many y'all need some protein? Need some meat. Need some meat. <laughs> the word of God says that. So this is what the Lord God says. He says, "I will release a whirlwind in my wrath. A torrential um, rain will come in my anger, and hailstones will fall in destructive fury." I will demolish the wall you plastered with whitewash and knock it to the ground so that its foundation is exposed. God says, look here, everything that you're going through is only coming to you and coming up against you to show you what you have built on. The hell that you're going through, the trouble that you're facing to show you what you built on. I'm grateful because the issues slow me down long enough to let me know 
Whereas I'm building on solid foundation. If I'm building on solid foundation, I got the green light to keep on building. Because guess what? If something happened to fall off, then I'm still built on solid foundation. Because get this up. What counts for most is the foundation. Ain't nobody ever seen a house that get burnt down to the ground, but the foundation still stands? Then that means you can do what on that foundation? You can rebuild on that foundation. You ain't got to spend no more money on building a new foundation. This is how he is in the things of God. The word of God goes on to say, after I exhaust my wrath against the wall and against those who plaster it with white, after I exhaust God say, after I whoop you to I'm tired. <laughs> I say, after I whoop you to I'm tired, bro. Tired of telling you the same thing. Nobody else, I pray nobody will whoop their children until they got tired. God say, after I beat you to I'm tired. Why you beating me so long? Because you know better. You catch the worst when you know better. Yeah. See, it's better for you not to know than to know it. So, 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 this is why, oh, okay, thank you, Lord. Say, this is why a lot of people run from the truth. Y'all know why a lot of people run from the truth? Because the truth will make you free. The truth will make you free. Some of us don't want to be free. Truth does hurt. I don't care how much it hurts. Tell me the truth. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Well, why can't I handle the truth? Because I ain't built on those solid foundations. God says that after, He says, after, after I got exhausted. He said, I will demolish the wall you plastered with whitewash and knock it to the ground so that its foundation is exposed. The city will fall and you will be destroyed with it. Then you will know that I am the Lord. After I exhaust my wrath against the wall and against those who plastered with whitewash, I will save you. The wall is no more, neither are those who plastered it. Those prophets of Israel who prophesied to Jerusalem and saw a vision of peace for her when there was no peace. This is the declaration of the Lord. This is what I'm saying. You close the books. Close the books. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say do? He says, this is your charge as followers. You got to dig so you can build your foundation. You can build on solid foundation. He said, you got to dig down to the rock. He said, the only way you're going to dig down to the rock is you have to do what I say do. You got to do what I say do. So if you got a problem with the with instructions, you got a problem with life. He says this here. For those of you who are plastering that wall with lies, he said for those of you who are deceiving people and still lying to people, bro, he said I'm going to knock you down. I'm going to expose you. I'm going to whoop you till I get tired. And he said, for those of you who allowed yourself to be deceived, he said, you're going to fall with that destruction. Then you're going to know that I didn't tell him that. Mm. Oh. So, but Lord, 
esperança. In conclusion, this morning, I want you to stop saying Jesus is your Lord if you're not doing what He said. I'm trying to spare you. The Lord trying to spare you. Maybe y'all ready to begin to do what the Lord said to do? Let's be honest. How many of you really ready to do what the Lord said to do? You don't want to wrestle with it. You don't want to debate it. Amen. So how do you get to that place of being obedient to the Lord? You begin to say, okay, Lord, whatever your will is. And I get it. I get it. I don't really know what your will is, God. Then you begin to pray this prayer. Holy Spirit, show me what the will of God is. Let me tell y'all something. Wednesday night when I left here, man, let me tell you something, man. It's obedience is real, bro. I left here Wednesday after Bible study, man. I got down to um, airport and telephone. And no lie, no lie. The Spirit of the Lord said, Jay, go down to telephone to um, to um, Amiga to he gave, I looked through the rear view mirror to see if I could switch lanes. He gave me time to switch lanes. But it was the truck coming. And let me tell you something about hesitation. Do not hesitate. If you're going to get in it, get in it. Same way when you're driving on the freeway. If you're coming on that own route, if you're going to get in it, get in it. All that hesitation will get your whole bumper knocked off. All that hesitation will get somebody hurt or killed. If you're going to move in God, move in it. He told me, bro, he said, go down that way. I, I hesitated. And the light was still green for me to proceed down airport. And guess what I did? I proceeded down airport. And when I got to airport in Macau, guess what I ran into? A whole train. Okay, y'all say, what they got to do with anything? Disobedience. It didn't happen, and I'm grateful. But the Lord told me to go down telephone to Oregon. But I kept straight and went down there and ran into a whole train, which I potentially opened myself up to be hit with a whole frustrated spirit. The frustrated spirit can come in and cause havoc to anybody that come into contact with you because now you, you frustrated. Because of the train. But all of that could have been avoided if I would have did just what? Well, how do you know that that was the spirit talking to you? I know. Know who talking to me is. And I knew Jay stepped in and said, you can go down the airport, you good. But by the grace of God, because God is so merciful, guess what was made available to me? A U-turn. Mm -hmm. And guess what I hid in the praise? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. For real. I say, Lord, I'm stupid. I, I hit that U-turn and went on and got to where I needed to get to, right? Now, get this up. This is the mercy. Because what if that traffic would have been bagged up to where I couldn't get to that U-turn? Dog! Who can I be mad at? Man, I was in that cleaning thing out this morning. We done. I was in that cleaning thing out this morning to fix the water. To fix the water. Um, man, I want some of that water. I was cleaning the thing I fixed water in one man. I kept filling it up to reach it out, man. I kept pouring the water in that little old sink too fast and it kept overflowing and hitting the counter. I'm like, man, bro, 
So I have to clean that mess up. Then I clean it up, treat it, and then I fill it back up and I do the same thing again. And I had to verbally say, Jay, what is wrong with you, bro? I guess that ain't happening to nobody either. Like, I guess I don't want to check they said like that. And I fill it up again. We got to begin to be obedient. He says, stop calling me Lord if you ain't doing it right. Let me tell you something. Y'all know why all of y'all are here this morning? Everybody in here? Because your spirit led you here. Your spirit wanted to be here. And I know if I say I'm going to close one more time, your flesh going to start speaking. Man, that's not you. I said mention. <laughs> Just want to encourage everybody, man. Come on, y'all. Let's, let's really begin to embrace. The Spirit of the Lord speaks to us. Amen? amen. The Spirit of the Lord speaks to us. Amen? amen. And what he